yeah so it's one of those things where real life transcends art art you're using the the word art loosely there i mean what what doesn't say art about gone in 60 seconds you've got blonde dreadlocks on angelina jolie Mm -hmm. you do you've got um my first memory of the song lowrider before George Lopez came in and monopolized it. Uh-huh. Okay. And the 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 English guy who doesn't speak at all. Let's ride. Yes. That's my favorite. Song. Yeah, if you couldn't see uh uh because this is an audio <laughs> podcast, uh Brian definitely did uh mimic Sir Nicholas Cage. Yeah, the long pause and, and then the the head shake. With the hair that moves way too much for anyone who actually has real hair on their head. When you go back, there's actually quite a few. Uh, I mean, obviously, there's a bunch of actors. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. movie, But, like, actors that made it big. You know, yeah. Bernie Mac's in it. Um, he he uh, is? Yeah, he is. Oh, he is. R.I.P. Um, um, Robert Duvall. Robert Duvall, yes. Um, the cop who... Um, Gosh, not Josh Duhamel, but like oh, his clone, oh, no, 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 Timothy yes, Oliphant. Yes, Timothy Oliphant. Timothy Oliphant. Uh, and then uh, Doctor Who. Oh yeah, yeah. Giovanni Robisi. Giovanni Robisi. James Con uh, son. Oh yeah, that's on Hawaii Con. Five-O. Yep. Scott Con. Yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, the reason why we're talking about Don in sixty seconds. And <laughs> thank you. <laughs> we talked about that for longer than sixty yes, seconds. Our, we did. Our apologies. Uh, and thank you for joining us on this episode of Pop Not Soda, Season 5, Episode 10. It's another diet episode with your favorite two co-hosts of Pop Not Soda, uh, Brian and Dan. Uh, Summer's right around the corner, you know? Yeah. And we've got less bread on this episode because he's slaving away at Petco Park. Just scrubbing away. Yeah, with the smallest his, toothbrush. His his forearms are just going to come back so, so <laughs> So strong. Uh, but the reason why... Brian and I were thinking about Don in 60 Seconds is because of a news story out of Chicago this week where a hundred cars have been stolen. Uh, High-end cars. Yeah. And like, more than 50 Mercedes-Benz. I was just going to say, a lot of, lot of Beamers. Yeah. Uh, Not Beamers. Those are, those are the totally the, different. The other Bs. The other yes. Bs. Uh, there, the were some, there were some Beamers involved. The yeah. Benzes. Right. Uh, and... It's it's crazy because they think it's all connected to one crime spree, which all comes back to an application. Yeah. I mean, that's what got me thinking most about this story other than, wow, I really need to rewatch Gone in 60 Seconds. Uh, but the fact that, like, you know, all, all this cool self-driving and, and autonomous driving technology is, is awesome and really cool to think about, but all it takes is one motherfucker in his basement, you know, a few clicks on uh, on the keyboard. I mean, even in Gone in 60 Seconds, don't they have that with the keys that get coded? They so do. they just recode the keys so that they'll work on the cars that they want? Yep, exactly. Uh, but yeah, so the Chicago Police Department said in a statement this past Wednesday that the car-sharing company Cardigo, or also known as ShareNow, uh, alerted authorities that its vehicles may have been taken through what they call a deceptive practice through the company's app, saying that you know uh, the many of these vehicles that have been stolen have allegedly been used to commit other crimes, but the police did not go into details on how the vehicles were used or how they were actually stolen. And and that's you know always the scariest part about this, right? Is like the guys that are working at these companies aren't as good, aren't nearly as good, you know, these cybersecurity engineers and. Uh, these guys that are working to prevent this uh, aren't nearly as good as the guys out there who just do this shit for like fun, right? And then, you know, obviously there's a criminal aspect to it too. Um, but I don't know. I kind of get the feeling like in general, a lot of times that stuff like this happens, it's just these guys like flexing, like, hey, we're smarter than you. Yeah. And we're going to show you how easy it is. Well, And the crazy thing too is they're saying that a lot of these vehicles were have actually been stolen so that they can be used in other crimes. Because this uh, car app actually manages about 14,000 Mercedes-Benz and smart vehicles in over 20 different cities. And so, if uh, you need a car, <laughs> download the Car2Go <laughs> app 
and just steal one because that's basically working out for a ton of people in Chicago. Yeah. You I know who? You know who? I bet you stole one of these cars. Nicholas Cage. No, Jesse Smollett. Oh. <laughs> no, yes. actually, he didn't. No, he's the, gonna he's gonna probably try and take credit for it. Though. But the people that assaulted him were driving one of these cars. Yeah, that makes sense yeah. for sure. And they so. hit him with one of these cars. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so speaking of other things that I guess you know what it's not criminal anymore. I but mean, in in certain uh, states. Certain states. Yep. But uh, Brian and Brett's favorite holiday is coming up, and I'm not talking about Easter. <laughs> God, no. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, it is April 20th. Uh, so you're listening to this on the 22nd. Uh, so just ha- just past this 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 weekend and, and uh, Happy tomorrow. Happy belated 420, everyone. Yeah, tomorrow Brian will rise again uh, <laughs> uh, after a weekend spent celebrating. Yes. Unfortunately, I'm actually headed to uh, Boston tomorrow. So I got to spend my 420 for like the third or fourth year in a row, not in uh, San Diego. Is it legal in Boston, marijuana? No. Uh, It is medically Uh approved, but not recreationally. Okay. East Coast. What happens if you throw some hemp tea in the harbor? Oh. Does that work? Good question. Um. I mean, probably wouldn't have the same effect because I don't know how many people are going to be swigging cups of uh, harbor water. Uh, but, you know, novel idea. Uh, I'll, I'll get creative on, on how to get some uh, stuff over there. <laughs> I hope the uh, TSA isn't listening. Hey, you're already backed by now. So <laughs> oh, you're they right. Are you're listening. right. Exactly. Joke's on you. Yeah. Only Tim Cook knows because he's listening through <laughs> our uh, iPhones right now. Right, right. Uh, but, you know, my, my favorite part about this absolutely fucking ridiculous fake holiday is uh you know i think it's happened more so in recent years uh obviously because of the um you know recreational legalization of it but you know companies are just starting to do a lot of really uh fun and interesting promotions you know i think uh yeah, domino's, wild yeah like domino's was one of the first where they're like ah oh, pizza all day is 420 uh there's like a ton of places like at 420 they're, they're having specials i mean I'm I'm really upset again. I'm gonna not be here in uh, California for 420 because every dispensary has just like you know bonkers deals. It's basically Black Friday. It really is. It really is. Um, but a really unique one uh, that I that I just read about this week, and it sounds like it's gonna be ready for this weekend. Like you know for 420, obviously, is uh, Carl's Jr. announced their the the first like you know, commercial chain to announce a CBD infused product. Uh, so they announced that they're going to have a CBD cheeseburger available uh, on uh, on 420. Yes, it's going to be available only Saturday, 420, and only at one Denver location <laughs> oh, sh- where oh, you shit. can purchase the CBD infused sauce. That's on the oh, it's a sauce. new Rocky Mountain High Cheeseburger Delight. Mm, that sounds delightful. So I don't know why they put delight at the end. Or like why just just leave it a cheeseburger. Right. Uh, Stop all your head. But yeah, they uh, the burger has two beef patties paired with Carl's Jr.'s signature Santa Fe sauce that has been infused with hemp-based CBD oil. It'll have pickled jalapenos, mm. pepper jack cheese, and it's... Got crisp cut fries on the bottom. Oh, fries in the burger. In the bur- God damn. <laughs> God damn, Carlos Jr. And God like, bless you. I, I'm worried because I think this is going to be the first instance of like these companies, in fact, particularly fast food and like junk food uh, distributors infusing their products with CBD. And I think it's just going to create a vicious circle of your munchies giving you munchies. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. Like, you usually you go, you hit up Jack and Bots or Carl's Jr. because you've already partaken uh, in some of uh, marijuana. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now, if you go there and you get more, like, is your hunger never satisfied? Probably not. Right? Probably not. Uh, so, who do you think is going to be the next person to jump on the CBD train? I. I mean. Honestly, I'm surprised that Jack in a Box wasn't <laughs> the first to do this because they've been marketing to stoners. Taco I mean, Bell? Fuck, man, for like the last 10 years. 
Uh, yeah, but like Taco Bell, I mean, with Jack in a Box, like it was wink, wink. And then they did those run of commercials where it was like, hey, we're making fucking munchy meals. So every <laughs> Only available after 9 p.m. Exactly. So every stoner in America can come get a cheap meal. Um, so, yeah, I think Jack in a Box would, would definitely be uh, be next up. Like, I feel like McDonald's just like, you know, too many kids go there. I, I feel like it wouldn't be good for their image necessarily. Do we think Taco Bell? Like, could you go get a CBD Baja Blast? <laughs> uh, I mean, sure. I wouldn't want one, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, obvi- you could like fucking do it with anything, right? You just go, yeah. you just drop a couple. I just, I wonder what middle America thinks. Because not only has Charles Jr. and Del Taco and other places announced that they're going to be moving forward with vegan uh, fast food burgers, like the right. Impossible Burger. Burger King just announced that they're going to have the Impossible Whopper. But, you know, now they're going to have CBD-infused products. And us West Coasters, we're just, are we ruining society <laughs> or are we liberating it? Uh, we're I giving mean, the people what they want. Depends on who you right? ask, you know? Yeah. And uh, well, I think for the generation that matters, you know, our generation, we all want it. Yeah, but I don't think our generation is the one that really eats at those places. Uh, a gr- yes and no. Wait, is this what revives Chili's and Applebee's? Is that they just start putting CBD in all of their food? Oof. Yeah. Like instead of the three, like instead of like the. What is it like? Applebee's always offers like oh, or Chili's. It's like the dinner for two, right, for twenty bucks because you can't spare another dollar. You usually get like an appetizer, two entrees, and like a dessert or something. Mm-hmm. Is the first course now just like a blunt? Like that's what you get, and then you get just fried food after, and then dessert. I mean, that would be my only motivation for going there. Yeah. Like, so I'm thinking it, that it would potentially get me in the door. You know. I mean, I mean, if millennials are supposedly killing off chain restaurants. Maybe that's what they just lean into. Yeah. It's Chain restaurants slash dispensaries. Right. Fucking blunt for an appetizer. Get your <laughs> CBD infused uh, grilled chicken sandwich yeah, like, and like then some molly for dessert. This is right up like uh, Hooters or Buffalo Wild Wings' alley. Mm, B-dubs, yeah. Yeah. You know? They like, fucking threw Hail Mary and hired Bob Menery to, <laughs> to do their commercials. They are struggling. Yeah. I, I like that's That's what I think is coming up, you know? I think that's what we're going to see next is, you know, you're going to have your wine pairing, your beer pairing, and your weed pairing. Yeah. Uh, they, I mean, they do have those. Uh, I actually looked into it <laughs> <laughs> uh, quite recently for, uh, for my bachelor party, um, to be honest. But, yeah, I'm really excited for the future of, you know, what cannabis. 420. Yeah, I mean, cannabis in general for sure, but – just 420 because i i hope in my my dream of dreams um that you know the entire u.s or at least the majority of will be green and it would be like a cool thing for the entire country to like celebrate it you know yeah kind of like how uh you know super bowl sunday has turned into you know almost a religious holiday the religion of football it's as it's drinking gambling and gluttony so well, I mean, you could still do that on 420. <laughs> True. You True. know? Uh, yeah, it's it'll be interesting to see how this day evolves moving forward with all the different legalization and the products coming out and the mainstream influence. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I will say, even in San Diego, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of people who have been in the craft beer industry now switching over to cannabis. Right. Huge numbers. Constellation, which just purchased uh, a couple of years ago, Ballast Point, uh, announced that they are closing, actually, two of their locations because they, one, overpaid, <laughs> and they're just realizing how much they've overpaid, but two, because they are diverting investments from craft beer into cannabis. And Constellation is one of the largest uh, beer producers in the world. Yeah. Um, wine country too, like a lot of winery. Well, I don't want to say a lot. Uh, there are some wineries that have converted as well to growing marijuana instead of grapes, uh, because it's just, you know, a cash crop and it's just so much more, um, so much more profitable. Uh, when I went to Paso Robles, like the place that we stayed, at was a bed and breakfast on a winery and, 
uh, the dude was like, oh, yeah, so we uh, we don't make wine anymore. I'm growing weed now, making way more money. Like, yeah, okay. Do I you? mean, yeah, if, if that's what's selling. Exactly, right? I mean, you don't really get a hangover from a little bit of marijuana. Smoking the reefer. Right. It's a little groggy, you know? Nothing, nothing, uh, you just a, strong, nothing a strong latte can't, uh, can't fix. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, I mean, you know, 420, always love to celebrate. Like I mentioned, unfortunately, I haven't been here uh, the last couple of years. Um, but uh, in my in my younger days, my my twenties, I did get to experience a couple of four twenties um, in the desert. Party at the desert, mm. party in the desert, uh, to be exact. And that's uh, that's Coachella, world famous now. Like fucking people love Coachella. It's oh, yeah. kind of become. Uh, you know, bigger than than itself, right? It's like more than a music festival. I think it's currently on their plateau. Like Coachella is yeah, Coachella. Yeah. 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 Uh, Agreed. I, I think like, yeah. I heard it referred to as the influencer Olympics, which is fan fucking fantastic. For real, it really is. I mean, these days, and even it was like bad. So I went to Kabo, um last year, and even Kabo like was bad. In terms of influencers, they're taking pictures with like their fucking products that they're promoting. So, you know, so like a bunch of girls with energy drinks and protein shakes and whatever the fuck that they're the fucking uh, uh, dealing skinny on their, tea or whatever. Yeah, exactly. All that bullshit. Um, and yeah, I can't even imagine. I mean, I you know I haven't been to Coachella in however long, six seven years. But a fortnight. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I can only imagine how bad it is these days. But I o- I also still tell people like when they ask me how it was and if they would if I would recommend them going I would say fuck yeah yeah it's an experience like it's it's something that I don't think exists really anywhere in the world because um, even like other music festivals and even like even like Burning Man you know that's kind of its own thing and I think Coachella has has you know really been able to carve out like its own space too you know it's Southern California. Uh, obviously there's a ton of music and great acts. Um, and then it's also just about like having a fucking great time and doing a bunch of drugs and, you know, sweating for, for three days. Well, this year it's been about a a bunch of technical difficulties. Um, and I, I think this is in what I can remember is one of the weekends where there's been the most technical issues. Yeah. I mean, it started with Solange canceling her set because of production delays uh, during Sunday's close headliner, Ariana Grande, uh, Nicki Minaj and her had sound issues where she couldn't hear anything. So Ariana tried to finish her verse. That just looked real awkward on the live stream and and at the show. Um, there were issues where people in the crowd for Ariana's show couldn't actually see them because it was like the stage design was so dark. Mm. Um Billy Ellish forgot the words to one of her songs <laughs> and also had sound issues. Uh, Vince Staples' mic went out during Billy El- like when he joined Billy Ellish on set, so mm. he his mic just stopped working. Um, Lizzo's audio went out during their performance, and the, so the backup dancers just kept dancing, like they just they just kept going. Uh, Diddy's audio was messed up, so it threw off his performance. Um. So just a fuckload yeah. of the on the live stream they were muting the Coachella crowd, so oh, that's weird. it sounded like the crowd just wasn't into any of yeah. the artists. Um, that's like the best part about listening to like arena sets and concert sets is the crowd, you know. Yeah, and it it was hopefully weekend two is better. Yeah, I mean, I so the both times that I went was both weekend two and not one issue. Yeah. It may be, it may be a little bit more dusty. There may not be all the surprises, Uh, but uh, I think weekend two is always the superior weekend. And this year weekend two, they're, they're going to church. Yeah. Literally. They have built a church on the hilltop at the Coachella Valley and service sunrise Easter service. Sunday service is being led by, I think what Brian would say is the most spiritual person in Hollywood. 
It's Brett's favorite religious figure. Yeah. And that's none other than slavery was a choice, Mr. Kanye West. <laughs> Jesus himself. Yes, Jesus is uh, who was rumored to be the head, one of the headliners for this year's Coachella, but uh, there's been lots of speculations and reports that uh, he had a falling out with Golden Voice because he had a vision for a dome structure on the main stage that they couldn't build because the main stage is used for so many other acts. Right. That they couldn't alter what that looks like just for his set. Uh, and then he was then replaced by Tame Impala. Uh, but somehow it looks like he is coming to Coachella. Right. He's coming anyway. For Sunday service. Yeah. I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty wild. I don't know how many people are gonna show up because it's like I think everybody. Well, I think everybody's gonna be there. Well, the thing is, he's doing it at dawn, so it's like that weird time where if you do go to sleep, like you're not good fucking luck yeah. waking up. And then if you're trying to stay up, like you're gonna need uh, a whole lot of performance enhancing <laughs> substances, you know. Uh, so it's like a. I wonder what the gap is gonna be between his service and when Silent Disco ends. Oh, that is maybe they just keep Silent Disco open. Yeah. Well, what's Sunrise like? And also, this is like this is like the first time they've had anything like this early. So I wonder if they're gonna keep other things open. Like, wouldn't you want to keep some food stands open? Oh yeah. Like you know, people gotta make money. People gotta eat. Yeah. And water, you know, selling those fucking five dollar waters. And then what does the shuttle schedule look like? Oh shit! Yeah, people. Because it's not just for. Is it just for people in the camp or? Right. Like, what is what? What do well, all those logistics you would, yeah, look you like? Yeah, you couldn't. You couldn't leave. You would just have to stay. Like, if you're at so, a hotel. if you don't have a camp camping pass yeah. and you've got an Airbnb, how are you going to get to Kanye's show? Right. Do you leave that? So, do you like? Do they just run other events all the way through? And then, how does that affect your Sunday at the the, the festival? How right. are you going to make it th- for Ariana and Insync minus Justin Timberlake? Yeah, if you're fucking up all night. Yeah. I will. I would rather. I would rather go to Sunday service than see Ariana Grande. So like, are you like skipping Tame Impala and going to sleep yeah, early? Fu- who fucking cares? Tame Impala, give me a fucking break. Saturday headliner. Well, oh my the god. The only problem is Kid Cudi's also Saturday in the Sahara. Ooh, Kid Cudi. So I saw Kid Cudi um, one of the years that I went. He was fucking amazing live. Um, so yeah, you catch him, then you go. Okay. Go crash. Get up at five and. You're bright and bushy tail. I think you gotta get up earlier than five. Yeah, you probably do. Because that dome isn't gonna fit everybody. Yeah. Well, plus it's gonna, it's yeah, it's probably a trek like wherever you are. Yeah. If you're camping, or if you're gotta get in the Airbnb, catch the shuttle, or get, leave the Airbnb, catch the shuttle, catch an Uber, get dropped off, walk all the way from the Uber drop-off point <laughs> right to to the hilltop in the campgrounds. I don't envy the the people going to this i know because i know that i would probably do it and I, i'm just tired thinking, just thinking about, about it. it for sure it is a fucking exhausting weekend there is yeah. no there's no question but if you know if you do make it out to coachella weekend too if you did go to uh reverend kanye's sunrise easter service let us know in the comments on our facebook post comment on this uh you know tweet us let us know you know was it worth it did he take you to church yeah. Was it a spiritual? How many songs did he? Did, did you they perform? you know? Did you see all of the lights? Right. Did you see some blood on the leaves? Yeah. Uh, gold digger. All right, <laughs> we're gonna head to break. Uh, when we come back, we are gonna be talking uh, the unfortunate circumstance, uh, revol- you know, revolving the Notre Dame Cathedral in Paris, and it's uh, fire this past week. But some of the cool things coming out of it. Uh, specifically who they're tapping to help rebuild the damaged structure. We're talking Disney's streaming service and basically how they are just coming to fuck shit up. Daddy Disney is here. The the mouse. (laughs) Yeah, he does. He takes no prisoners. And uh, Brian and I, because we all know what week it is, it's fucking Avengers week. So we are going to give you... Our predictions, our theories, and our expectations for Avengers Endgame. So stick around. I have never seen The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Fuck, neither have I. Yeah. It's one of those Disney movies, I think, when it came out, I I, I just I, I missed the cut. 
Yeah, well, plus to me, there it's like it wasn't really that interesting of a of a story. Honestly, from what I know, it sounds just like a real shitty story. Right. There's a there's a disabled dude who lives in a church by himself because he has to because he'll be ridiculed by the public, and the guy that's supposed to take care of him is an asshole. And then some girl feels sorry for him and starts hanging out and the villain tries to like sexually assault said girl Ooh, you know a whole an awful lot about it without having seen it yeah i I think it's just one of those things where like i've also never seen pocahontas but i know how that movie goes and there's fucking colors of the wind and shit yeah yeah i have like you know they've just been around in pop culture for like 25 years so you just kind of like it's like uh, pop culture knowledge osmosis (laughs) and you just absorbed that shit. Uh, but we're talking about Quasimodo because his home uh, almost burned to the ground this past week. And it's one of the largest stories I think we've had world news in a while. Yeah. Um, it's kind of transformed into an excuse for people to post their Paris vacation pictures for a hot second. Uh, oh my god! But that I know seems so like, many people that studied abroad in Europe and went and visited Paris now. But that's kind of what tragedy has morphed into in in our Instagram society. It's like, oh, Nipsey Hussle died. Well, here's a picture of me and him. You know, like great guy. Like I, here's proof I knew him. Right, I'm yeah. included. Oh, fucking Notre Dame is burning down. Man, I remember when I spent a summer there. Here's this picture of me from 10 years ago. Um, it's just it's just like going back to the FOMO thing, right? Um, but, uh, but, you know, obviously sucks. Terrible thing to happen. Um, it's, you know, one well, of the most beautiful structures on Earth. And, and you know what it reminds me of, too? It reminds me of, like, with the Paris shooting or something, and everyone changed their profile pictures to the color of the Paris flag. Right. Like, come on, people. You really don't give a shit. Like, let's get serious. It's a fucking building. Relax. Um, But, yeah, I mean, like, a couple of interesting things have come out of this, especially for me. Uh, I mean, number one uh, was just how quickly uh, so much money was miraculously able to be gathered uh, to start the rebuilding efforts. Uh, I mean, you know, I saw headlines with as high of figures as, like, $600 million dollars. Uh, majority of which has been donated by like this French billionaire. Uh, he's like the third richest dude on earth. Uh, so, you know, obviously it's cool to see how quickly uh, and how much has been donated to the, the rebuilding efforts. But then it kind of makes you think like, well, fuck, if it's this easy to raise $600 million for a fucking building, you know, how easy would it be to solve world hunger? Right. Yeah. Or for Flint to get some clean water. Yeah. Or for God's sakes, for the, you know, people, uh, the homeless people on the streets of San Diego to to get fed and sheltered somewhere. Uh, but, that, you know, that's a different conversation. I mean, um, I'm also looking for, like, uh, an apartment, so if I get sheltered, too, <laughs> like, you can uh, find me on Instagram at, at Dan Perez or uh, at Paper Champion BP. Uh, in just in case, I'm always open. Yeah. And, I mean, like, you know, at this, the end of the day, like, this I... This podcast is art. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, we got a Patreon account, too, so you can find us there. That's less that's sort of official uh but you know you know it's his money he can do what he wants with it right i'm, I'm no yeah exactly to, exactly you know talk about that so i just thought that was an interesting uh just you know little little snippet um but what i think is the coolest part about um this if there is anything cool to come out of it is uh the guys that made assassin's creed uh that took place in paris i can't remember which iteration of it um are actually being called on to help with the rebuilding effort because they did such a meticulous job of recreating it in the video game. And it's, uh, and then Dan, I think you mentioned like too some guy who was like doing a project, uh, yeah. is getting tapped too. He laser, like, uh, laser recorded, I guess is the best way to put it. Laser mapped the inside of the cathedral. And they're going to use his research to, help uh reconstruct the cathedral yeah technology's crazy man yeah i mean and, and that's really what it comes down to right is like you know both the assassin's creed video game guys and this other dude 
um, use technology to uh, be able to like map this and you know yeah you know what I hope it. they make the people who are rebuilding the cathedral have actually have to play Assassin's Creed to learn what it looks like <laughs> yeah to fucking climb like that's what the, you have to the do. spire and jump off of it uh, yeah that's like the first thing you yeah once they finish rebuilding do, it you're gonna assume. see so many um, fucking wagons full of hay just around the 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 uh, cathedral right and big uh, big piles of leaves yes that somehow cushion <laughs> a hundred foot that's fall. what i hope i hope that because they're going to use assassin's Creed to rebuild it that they accidentally add all of the shit that the people added <laughs> so that they can climb it right that'd just be fa- just yeah that, that would be fantastic i would love for that um and uh it's again we talked about it at the opening uh reality and art crossing over in weird ways yeah if it's not nick cage <laughs> It's Assassin's Creed. Right. I hope Nick Cage got a movie done in Paris. So that, you know. Just, just, just yeah, for that. So that, you know, hopefully. No, Nick Cage is going to go help rebuild it, bro. He's just brick by brick. Yeah. He's going to go uh, steal another building. And but then. I mean, also, how thankful is it that even though in the age of smoke detectors, sprinklers, and fire alarms, this cathedral decided to burn down, even though it's been standing for nearly a century or uh, a few. What's a what's a thousand se- or ten centuries is called a uh, ten centuries so a yeah. thousand years yeah so what what is that called uh I don't know oh a lot God, of fucking this years. is why I didn't qualify for Jeopardy <laughs> this year a short round yeah so uh you know over seven eight centuries um it just it 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 finally started to burn but the fact that it happened now where this technology is available in something as trivial as a video game. For them to reference to rebuild one of the most historic, um, you know, landmarks and structures in Europe. Right. Yeah, I th- you know, it's kind of lucky that it happened in 2019. Because, I mean, if this happened in, like, 1992 and you've got to use Super Nintendo graphics to rebuild, <laughs> the cathedral is not working out. Right, it's going to look a little blocky. For sure. Do you think as they're rebuilding it, they just listen to the soundtrack from Disney's Hunchback of Notre Dame? I would think that would be appropriate. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Just that soundtrack on repeat. Yeah. I think it's, they were estimating it just initially like three-ish or so years, which, you know, probably means you got to double that. But, yeah. you know. Hey, well, at least, at least they, it didn't go all the way to the ground. Yeah. Which is what everyone thought, you know, it being so old. Yeah, and them not having <laughs> any way to stop any strat- it, right? Any way to put it out. Uh, but you know, maybe maybe God looked down upon the cathedral that day. So they'll say. <laughs> <laughs> well, some lady also said she thought she saw the silhouette of Jesus in the fire. Oh yeah, so he's probably I just, just checking on things. Was he burning it down, or was he saving it, or oh, you know. Mm. Maybe the last second he was like, "This is just a wake up call." <laughs> yeah, you know, maybe he, you know, he was just pray dem- more. He, he, maybe he was just demoing it so that they could uh, rebuild it and be nicer. Yeah, yeah, He's just remodeling, it. gentrify. You know, he's like a uh, Ty whatever from Extreme Makeover House Edition. He just got real extreme though. Oh yeah, right. Maybe the yeah, because the game, you know, the fixer upper crew. No, they don't take it down to the studs. You know, no, not at all. Um. Well, also, I wonder if they will watch any more of uh, Hunchback to Notre Dame to maybe see any aspects and see if maybe that's an accurate depiction of the cathedral. You know, maybe the mouse can help. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's going to be available to um, everyone yeah. soon enough. For only six ninety nine. Well, and even less if you buy the year pass. Ooh. Yeah, so for the year pass, it's it comes out to like five bucks a month. I think it's like oh sixty dollars, seventy dollars maybe. Yeah, that would be like five seventy five a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like less 70 than six bucks. Yeah, uh, that's crazy. Uh, yeah, so Disney Plus was was announced this this past week. Uh, actually, I think while we were on break, um, because uh, Brian had uh, put himself in a mentally induced coma until the season premiere of Game of Thrones. Right, um, obviously. And yes, if you heard that sound on the table, that was Mickey Mouse's um, privates just entering the streaming service game. 
big daddy dick Disney <laughs> is here and it's a wrap. Yeah. I mean, Netflix, go home. Uh, Hulu. Actually, Hulu no, is like cable. They, no, they own Hulu. Oh, they do own Hulu. Yes. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, Hulu, uh, you, I guess you can stick around yeah. for shits and giggles until you're swallowed up. <laughs> um, but, yeah, fuck, dude. Six bucks a month for everything. Yeah. And, and I, that is the price point that I, I don't think that there is a streaming service not named CBS All Access that's that cheap. Right. So tell me, CBS All Access, would I rather pay for your service in which I can watch just Jordan Peele's Twilight Zone? Because that's all I care about. <laughs> right. Fuck your Star Trek show, whatever it is. It I don't want to watch it. Or would I take that same amount of money and buy the fucking Disney Vault? <sighs> and keep in mind, people, the deal is done with Fox. Yes. So they already announced... Every Simpsons episode is going to be available day oh, one. Oh yeah, FX Plus or whatever, or whatever their like uh, online service is just now all rolled into this. Yeah, um, I think like the majority of those, though, if you like had a cable, you need a cable subscription, right, right, right. But now you don't even need that. Yeah. Oh yeah, good point. Um, so yeah, I mean, hopefully, my dream is that they one day. Um, put sports into it too because you know they obviously on abc well and guess ESPN. what brian <laughs> what am i here to tell you <laughs> so as brian and i were drawing up our bull slip to talk about the the topics tonight we had to cross off a couple things because we were like shit we are talking too much disney because our our next topic we'll go into is avengers endgame that was just released or uh, will be released this weekend and I told Brian that's because Disney is taking over the goddamn entertainment world. And they have started already with the purchasing of Marvel Comics and, and Marvel Studios. And then Lucasfilms. And now the Fox merger. With that Fox merger, they gained the controlling interest in Hulu. So. Oh, and Hulu has live sports. Hulu not only has live sports, but Disney also has technically had a streaming service out and an on-demand video service called ESPN+. Plus. So, you can bundle ESPN+, Plus, your Hulu subscription, and Disney+, Plus for what is being rumored to be around the same price as just Netflix. Dang. Oh, dang. That deserves a big old dang. Uh, wow. Because it doesn't matter. Disney's going to make money no matter what. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm so ready to cancel my Netflix <laughs> account. It is just... Been but what will you do without Stranger Things? That's... Literally, that's it. Stranger... Th you know, July what 4th... What about Amy Schumer's seventh comedy <laughs> special? I mean, no. Like, it really is just Stranger Things. Is the only thing that you don't want to watch you? No, I don't. <laughs> the only other thing that was keeping me on there was the Marvel series that were exclusive to Netflix. To Netflix, and guess what? Those are going bye bye, along with every other Marvel, Disney, and Fox thing on I mean, Netflix. To be honest, you know what keeps me on Netflix? Friends. No, The, the Office. Office. It's it's solely the office and Bill Jack Horseman, but the office and parts of it, but the office really. Right. It, it everything will always come back to the office. Whatever streaming service allows me to watch the office without commercials, that's the streaming service that I will either pay for an account or take someone else's account. Yeah. But yeah, I can, I mean I can't wait. I am yeah I'm. But they announced I'm hook line and sinker day one. There's multiple live action Marvel limited series coming to Disney Plus right. with the actors from the movies. So you're getting a limited series Loki. You're getting a series with Jeremy Renner as Hawkeye, working with Kate Bishop. You're getting uh, Vision and Wanda. You're getting Falcon and Cap and Winter Soldier, which I think will actually be the best out of all of them. Uh, yeah, because probably. Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan, their chemistry and their relationship, it's just, it's going to work. I do. Like, I, w I want it to be like Rush Hour. Yeah. Type like 
episodes. Right. And the premise for Loki sounds pretty good, too. So it's the guys that uh, did um, Jump Street. Mm. and Lloyd and Miller. Yes. And their idea is just to have him pop up in, like, random events throughout history, like, very meaningful events throughout history and, like, how he influenced the outcome. That's fantastic. So it could be pretty funny, for yeah. sure. They also are Oscar winners now. Yes. Because of Into the Spider-Verse. Right. Which, guess who? Well, I guess Sony technically owns that, mm. but it's only a matter of time. Uh, Disney Plus will also be un- unleashing the first Star Wars live-action show, The Mandalorian, Yep. which stoked. looks crazy good. Uh, Clone John Wars Favreau. Season 7 just lets... Just for that, I'm buying the service. Like, it's fantastic. Yeah, and so and to be able to watch all the OG yes. animated movies too. Like, can't and, wait. Yeah, it, it it it's definitely worth the price. And Disney has even forced with their announcements the Netflix stock to drop. Yeah, uh, Netflix is definitely gonna have to rethink its pricing model. Hundred percent. They just fucking raised it, and it's gonna have to rethink how it's working with other studios because before this. Netflix has been concentrating on eliminating outside studio production, and the shows, um, pardon me, the shows that they were promoting on their platform that weren't produced by their their studios. That's why they started axing all of the Marvel shows because they were successful, some more than others, but because they were made by Marvel Studios and Disney. That's the reason why American Vandal, one of their most popular series, was canceled because it was bought from an outside studio. So you're going to see a lot more of Net- Netflix having to adapt to survive with the Disney streaming service. Yeah. And I don't think their strategy of just throwing shit on the wall until, you know, a Stranger Things or an Ozark or, you know. You can't rely on The Office and the Friends by the, and Friends, by the way. Yeah. Because soon enough, Disney will own those properties, right. too. Exactly. Or people will just get tired of paying, you know. 3x what they could for a disney service that is just such you know better content um and you know speaking of disney as we get to the end of this podcast so you're saying we're in the end game of this uh, episode of this episode of episode 10 we, we are in the end game and also the avengers uh are in the end. so if you haven't heard uh there's this movie coming out uh, called Avengers. Small production. Indie game, Right. Uh, I don't think there's been like a ton of promotion no. <laughs> around it. No. <laughs> you don't see a trailer for it. Actually, you know, you really don't see a lot of like TV spots for it, but uh, just, I holy don't fuck you watch TV. No, I do. Uh, I do watch TV. Oh. I've been watching a lot of sports, you know, we're, we're in okay. playoff mode. Yeah. And uh, some Champions League, but uh, yeah, I mean, Endgame's out. Holy fuck. Thank God Brett's not here. So we can geek out. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. Uh, I'm s- I know in our last episode, we kind of talked uh, the tickets for yeah, Endgame. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. And uh, somehow both you and I have not just opening night tickets, but like two tickets, like one of the first showings on the West Coast. Right. Because not only have spoilers been released online. Oh, and footage. Yeah. What, what the fuck, people? Yeah. Come on. That prompted the directors to even write a letter saying, right. please stop, don't do this. Yeah, don't be a dick. Uh, but it has led to what I know all 11 of you listening right now <laughs> have wanted from us for a year. And that is our Avengers Endgame theories and predictions. Yes. So it's similar to our last episode where we really, you know, we didn't go too far in, but we had three major things that we were predicting for the Game of Thrones final season. So this is kind of like the season finale, I guess, of Marvel. Yeah. It's it's really their their major phase finale. It is. I mean, the sun is setting on these particular characters Sort of, <laughs> you know. Every, everyone kind seems of. to be getting a goddamn TV show and in a an additional movie. You know, they announced Black Widow. Uh, but I think when we think of Chris Hemsworth, Chris Evans, yeah, yeah, yeah. and Rob- Chris Robert Downey Jr., right? Uh, the the main three, yeah, three of the OGs from day one, um, are probably 
leaving, dying, who knows? Um, we're gonna tell you. Yeah, exactly. We're we're gonna let you know what uh, what we got going on inside our heads. So, uh, for me, yeah. So give me. This is what I'm gonna want from you, Brian. Okay. Okay. I want you to. I want you to tell me who or how they de- they defeat Thanos. Okay. If they do. Okay. One character that for sure is dying. Okay. And then, because this is really the the series phase finale for the Marvel Cinematic Universe, there's only one film that has really been announced and given a deadline. I mean, the Black Widow film has been announced, but it hasn't been selected on when it's coming out and when it's going to start shooting and what that phase is going to look like. They have just have a bunch of unnamed projects. Right. So what is the first movie out of the unnamed projects that's going to be announced? Yep. Okay. So, Fuck. I'm not sure how exactly, and I'm, and I know I'll, I'll be. We're, we're all going to be surprised because we all think we know it's going to happen, right? They're going to do some sort of time travel is going to happen, uh, where they're going to reset the events where those characters are not vaporized and are still alive because half of them have sequels that are supposed to come out, and I really don't know, like. You know, the Russos have admitted that they're throwing a ton of red herrings in the trailers. Like, they're showing fake, fake footage. footage. Bastards. Uh, we've already seen in Game of Thrones, like, the promo stuff that they released, um, you know, was different from what was actually shown. Uh, so, long-winded answer. I think that Spider-Man is going to be the one to defeat Thanos. Is it uh, through allergies because Thanos <laughs> is allergic to dust? Yes, I think so. Um, and again, I'm not sure how we get to that point, but I think Spider-Man is going to be the one who ultimately saves the day. And then, you know, you have his movie, how that ends up right where Homecoming actually, or uh, Far From Home actually is. Um, and then I think that Captain America is going to die for sure. Um, and I think the first movie, I think the first movie that they're going to announce is Black Panther two. Damn it! You took my uh, first movie that you're going to announce. Well, I mean, they gotta, <coughs> they gotta make some more money, you know. Captain yes. Marvel didn't make a billion dollars quick enough, so. I mean, it kind of did. It did. <laughs> so. <laughs> and Endgame's going to make it in the first I fucking think, weekend. I think it's already made a ridiculous amount of pre-sales. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's going to make a billion. It might even make a billion dollars day one internationally, you know? I also hope someone's tracking the resale market on tickets because I really want to know what that actually looks like at the end. But, okay. All right. So, you've got Spider-Man with his dust punch of death. Yep. Um, You've got Captain America um, dying for sure. And you've got Black Panther 2 being the first movie announced. All right. Uh, I agree with a lot. However, I don't think it's going to be Spider-Man. I don't think it's going to be a man at all. Mm. I think that they're going to stick very true to the comments. And it's going to be Nebula. And I think her arc makes complete sense. Yeah. I think that... Also, because it is in the comics, people are going to be like, oh, they're going to switch it up. They're going to change it. It's going to be different. No. That's where they stay true. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I think because it's the expected outcome, it's really the most unexpected outcome. All right. Who's dying for sure? Captain America is a really good guess. Uh, I think that's that's a very good possibility. Uh, But I think... That, unfortunately, it's going to be a one Tony Stark. Mm. Okay. <coughs> I think uh, that's the whole thing they want you to think, that it's going to be Captain America. Chris Evans' contract is up. He's talked about wanting to move on. But I'm not saying he's also not going to die. But I'm. I think somebody else that's for sure dying is going to be Tony Stark. I think, uh, you know, he started it, so it's only right that uh, when this phase ends, it, it it ends with him. And uh, 
Pepper doesn't get that happy ending. Right. But, you know, maybe they have some time to bang it out and she gets a song. So that's fine. And uh, the first movie that I think they're going to announce a release date for is going to be, and I th- I think it's very close to Black Panther 2, but I think it's got to be Doctor Strange 2. Oh. Uh, I think Doctor Strange came out in 2016, and I think it's in line for the next sequel. Yeah. And it's set up well. For sure. Because he it, obviously put everything in motion. He's going to be a big part of whatever And happens. it made sense because it came out the same year. Um, or did it, it came out before? It came out the same year as Civil War. Because uh, Civil War came out in it. May of 2016, and then Doctor Strange came out in November. And actually, Spider-Man Far or Spider-Man Homecoming came out after. Um, Doctor Strange, and it's already getting a sequel. So I do think, you know, Benedict Cumberbatch, uh. Needs to make some more money, <laughs> and, does he? <laughs> and uh, he'll be, he'll be shooting that sequel concurrently with Black Panther too. Mm. So yeah, can't, us, ar- can't argue with that. Yeah, yeah, let us know your thoughts, your predictions, your theories for Avengers Endgame. Who's gonna die? Is Ant Man gonna crawl up Thanos's butt and kill him? Felt cute. <laughs> and uh, you know what movie is gonna be next announced? Because we all we know is B- Black Widow is apparently going to be made. Right. We know that Guardians Three is delayed. Yeah. Uh, but we got uh, we got Gun back. Yeah. Or they got Gun back. And Batista is staying. <laughs> right. And uh, and Spider Man Far From Home uh, is actually going to be released this year. Uh, a little earlier. A little earlier, July second, right before or July, July second or third, right before Fourth uh, July. Mm-hmm. So, all right, folks, thank you for joining us on this episode of Pop Not Soda. Uh, we've hoped that uh, we've uh, woken you up from your s- holiday celebration this past weekend for work. Right. We're hope we're, we hope we're Happy motivating Monday. you uh, to get through this week until you have the opportunity to see Avengers Endgame. And uh, let us know if you plan on buying Disney Plus's streaming service. With everybody else in the world. Yeah. And again, if you're looking to steal a car, just make sure you download that car to go app. Uh, but if you miss us throughout the week, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at pop underscore not soda. You can like and subscribe to our Facebook page at bat slash pop not soda official. Again, uh, visit our Patreon bat, uh, bat slash pop not soda official. Uh, and just like this episode, you can find new episodes every Monday on pop not Apple podcasts and Spotify. So until next week, uh, I'm gonna have to make it. I'm I'm I may die watching like Endgame. I know. Well, we got Endgame and then we got Battle of uh of Winterfell. Yeah, I'm already seeing Endgame twice before the Battle <laughs> of Winterfell. Like, I'm just gonna be emotionally useless. So, uh, hopefully, you hear from me next week. <laughs>